Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where the discussion is always on tits, blood, yeah. sucking of blood, mm. sucking blood out of chests, yes. samurai swords, mm-hmm. bowie knives, fucking wolves, fucking wolves. Where was there a samurai sword? There wasn't. Everywhere. Oh, okay. I think Parker swords. had more of a cutlass. This movie needed a katana at some point. Yeah. I think it needed a Japanese person with a sword. I agree. Not enough diversity in this film. Mm-hmm. And that was the episode. Good Yay. night, everybody. Bye, guys. I am Ryan Snyder, one of your... Lovely co-host with Hi, me, as always. I'm Gabriel Mara, co-host of the show, comedian, sometimes writer, filmmaker, etc. Blah, 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 blah. And with us is returning guest, back again because he just can't stay away. Yep. Sex and violence superstar. You try and hang garlands of garlic outside and I just keep walking straight through because I am not a vampire. Nope. Yes. But uh, uh, I'm Daniel Reichel, a.k.a. Daniel Gonzalez. Danny Gonzo. Uh, uh, co-host of Slow Readers. I almost forgot the name there. Very nice. And co-founder of Top Gun Radio. Yes. Slow uh, Readers, a fast-paced literature podcast. Yes, a fast-paced literature podcast. I do with uh, uh, some jerk-off. Some dick. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I'm sorry. Should I keep introducing myself? We're well, waiting for you. You're our guest, Daniel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to be talking. And, and, and basically, I keep threatening that next time I'm going to be here, I'm bringing... Uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf. You've been mm-hmm. talking about that for quite a while. Yeah. Since the first, like, first episode you were on here. And I don't want to, like, pecked up too much because, like, again, kind of like a certain movie that we're going to be talking about in a moment. Mm. It's kind of, like, amazing, but it's not, like, a good movie. Is Monica uh, Bellucci in it? Yeah, Monica Bellucci is in it. Yes. And she's also more of a main character. So we're is talking she, about um, Shoot Em Up? Ooh. Oh, yes. I love Shoot Em Up. God. Charming movie. I, I, I was not a fan until the last, the, like, the climactic ends of it when it actually got, like, really funny. Yeah. The Broken thing's fingers. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> come, some, come see, come saw. Okay. Oui, oui, monsieur. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, how are you guys? How's things? Ryan, um, are we in a new studio? We are in the new and improved Sex and Violence Studios. Love it. So, um, yeah, not- I moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, downstairs. High ceilings. From the other place. Yes. Still the same building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you literally moved just like 15 feet. Yeah, vertically yeah. lower. Yeah. yeah, that's all I did. It's a little bit echoey here. Like, you can hear this. Yeah, it's echoey. Stop we'll, tapping your penis. We'll have to figure out if we're going to record in here or, or the actual movie room. The movie room might be better, I think, for acoustics. Yeah. So it's like there's not a lot of, uh, there's a lot of empty space here. Do you, do you just want to, like, shuffle now? Let's shuffle now. Let's shuffle. Let's shuffle. Come into these arms again. Uh, so welcome to the actual new and improved Sex and Violence Studios, aka Brian's movie room. Mm-hmm. It is glorious. All your fine things are here. Guys, I think we should just jump right into it. Uh, we'll get around to all our dilly-dally bullshit afterwards. But did we do a movie? We did a movie. We did a movie. It was a sex pick. I brought the movie. It was your sex pick. It was my sex pick. It, it, that's actually interesting because it can be sex or violence. Maybe not punk rock, but... In yeah. a way. Metal. It does. Maybe metal. Yeah. The yeah. horrors of Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gothic metal, yes. Black metal, as we yeah. used to say. The unholy uh, genre. Romantic gothic metal. Mm. It's like slitting your throat with a bottle of Louis Thirteenth. Sure. Classy. Yeah. It's a classy, gothy way to go. Totally. So the movie in question that mm-hmm. we just finished watching mm-hmm. is 1992. 92. Directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Coppola? Coppola? There you go. I've heard both ways. Really? I've only ever seen Coppola. I said Coppola. I heard Coppola. That's for Coppola. Franny. Franny did it. Yeah. Um, It is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula! Trailer.
Here occurred the frightening and shocking history of Prince Dracula and the woman he loved. I have crossed oceans of time to find you. Yeah. Dracul. There is a sinister, darker side to him. I find irresistible. I have never met any man with such a passion for life. He is unlike any man. What are you? Vampires do exist. This one we fight, this one we face. Can take on many forms. He is both young and old. He can appear as mist, as vapor, as the fog. And he can vanish at will. Oh, my love. The power of his evil desire has no end. You've got to go to him. You've got to love him. She is a willing recruit and devoted disciple. She is the devil's concubine! Join me in eternal life. Your salvation is his destruction. I want to be what you are. I want to see what you see. I want to love what you love. Take me away from all this death. <laughs> Make no mistake, he must be stopped. Great trailer. Great trailer. I don't remember the trailer. You never do. Uh, 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 yeah, very specifically, this one is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. It's very important. Which is an interesting decision, considering that it is both very faithful and takes significant deviations from the text. I think you've read it more recently than I have. Yeah, But yeah, I do remember. I had to do it for school. And I have never read it. Even and you'll never read it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I have your copy. Of Dracula? Oh, that's right. I did buy it. And I gave it to you. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. Yeah. You also have my Killing Them Softly. We should have Killing Them Softly for this show. Okay. Sure. That's sure. that's both punk rock and violence. Sure. Okay. And yeah. Gandolfini. Yeah. And Gandolfini. Gandolfini's so fucking good. In anyway. Brad Pitt. Et cetera. Yeah. For a second, I right. forgot that Brad Pitt was the main character. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I think we feel a little we feel a little discombobulated in the new space. I know. It's it's a little weird. Like, I'm used to recording in the kitchen, and yeah. like, everything is a nice setup, and now uh-huh. it's, it's, uh, it's new. Also, I want to point out that the movie is very discombobulated. The movie is very long. And, and not to get too deep into, like, how I feel about this, um, it's very fucking long. Uh, They'll give us a brief history of what is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula is master filmmaker Francis Ford Coppola being talked into basically making an old school, like, uh, uh, Universal 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 Marvel. It, it, like, harkens back to, like, the original Universal uh, Marvel movies. It harkens back. 
such as haha. I don't get it. Um, and uh, like Frankenstein and and and, and Dr- the Mummy, Karloff, Lugosi, Lugosi, and also has a significant amount of references to like Hammer films, mm-hmm. which made like the like the super like sexploitive like Dracula yeah. films and such. Christopher Lee and all his like topless women around oh, him. Oh yeah, especially like the Brides of Dracula and this. Like that's some that's very much like a and Hammer Blackula. Film things. Mm-hmm. And Blackula. Never seen Blackula. Me neither. Never seen. Blackula. Blackula. Yeah, I'd watch Blackula. Sounds good. Uh, so basically, this is uh, the Dracula story that you're very familiar with. It, as Gabriel said, it is so. I think out of all the Dracula movies that at least I'm aware of, mm-hmm. I've never seen Dracula 2000. I don't know. But <laughs> we uh, might be doing that for a Margarita Valentine. <laughs> oh, oh, lovely. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that might be Jill's pick. Oh Jesus. Oh what? Which is hilarious. Jesus. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> he's very interested to hear what she has to say about that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, this is very this is very faithful. This is a very faithful adaptation to the original uh, book. Yeah, more or less. Did Ryan leave to take a shit? I don't know. <laughs> and he's taking a shit like two oh, is he a <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting to hear like like pee. Like, like, almost like, no, yeah. no, 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 I was going to do okay. that. I didn't know if I should keep going or <laughs> the fact that like I was just leaving briefly. You pee. Yeah. Also, also leaving the door open while peeing. Like, yeah. No. Yep. Anyway, Ryan has an open door policy. Um, and at the same time, it just in terms of the story alone, it is the is the is very close apparently to the book as yes. Gabriel can attest to. Mm-hmm. But it it has like this very like nineteen ninety two esque like sweeping love story between. It's a very nineteen ninety two movie. Dracula, like this and Last Mohicans came out in the same year, and really? both of them have like a real like old school traditional sweeping like love epic kind of yeah. thing at the very center of them. It was a, it was a thing in the nineties. Uh, yeah, yeah. Culminating definitely. in Titanic. The and sweeping score. Yeah, like an epic love story, like a damned love story kind of thing. Yeah, but they don't they don't really make those anymore. No, they don't. Like this this and like I said, seeing Last Mohicans, which is a movie I watch frequently, uh, yeah, is is definitely something that like it, it feels very like it's some, they don't make these things anymore. They really mm-hmm. don't like because it's unrealistic. It's very unreal. Anyway, yeah. So um. That said, the film is a essentially a special effects fucking like extravaganza. extravaganza, but all practical, not a hint of computer work. Yeah, like I don't even understand exactly how they did some of the stuff. Like I in IMDb, you can go to like the trivia and like read how they um, they did like all these like in camera like transitions and like no, it's, it's just very old school. They just use all very old movie techniques, like projections and like yeah, exactly. I think even filming overlapping. That oh kind of yeah, thing, overlapping yeah. is that when you take when you film on something and then mm-hmm. you take that and somehow film you another print, thing oh, yeah, over, over the same yeah. yeah stuff like that like stuff that essentially people don't do anymore mm-hmm. definitely but um. Like the movie, like every single shot of this film, gorgeous is is gorgeous and has some kind of like really cool like fucking effect, mm-hmm. and like that is the I find the strength of the movie. It's the biggest draw of the movie besides Olden's performance. Yes, I love that too. Yeah, yeah that's it's wonderfully over the top. Yeah, no, but it's 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 perfectly but over it's, the it's, top. It's reined in over the top. If mm-hmm. That makes sense. No, absolutely. I mean, there's over the top in the point that it's just it's just like a bummer. But this is exactly the right amount of too much. Yeah. <laughs> too much is just right. I mean, the movie overall or Oldman? I think overall. Okay. But especially Oldman. Oldman is so much this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had to, he had to be his fucking Dracula. He he definitely like they're like it's 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 really cool because like when you have a character. Uh, and actually, I remember him talking about this one time about like George Smiley, where it's like, well, mm-hmm. how do you do a character who has already been mastered by like Alec Guinness? Yeah. And then he's and he's just like, well, you just do something else, and you really like go fucking all in. And he makes a he 
this is a, a unique Dracula character that you've never seen before and will never see again because Oldman is a fucking awesome actor. Yeah, he's he's a master. And in this, like, he he gets away with playing it so fucking huge, especially yeah. when you first. But it's it's never too much. It, I really don't you think it ever is. I don't think you. Yeah, there's a few scenes where it's like I don't know how he could have done more. Yeah. Unless he was just screaming everything like Nick Cage. <laughs> which <laughs> oh, Nick Cage is Dracula. I would watch that. I want it. Yo, y'all ever hear of Vampire's Kiss? Oh yeah, he does do. He did he, do a vampire. There, movie. There's a movie that like no one's ever heard of that I think they did on How Get Made, where it is a modern vampire story and technically like there's no actual vampires in the movie, but it is Nick Cage doing like it is like the breaking point when Nick Cage suddenly became like out of gaunt like Bug Gonzo, eye, crazy bu- Nick Cage. Nick Cage, where like there's there's a shot in that. And I think this is not done with, like, just in, like, a regular, like, city street that's crowded and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Him just running down the street, just going, like, I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Like, screaming in people's faces, I'm a vampire! Like, if I'll you... cut it in. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I'm a vampire. A real vampire. I'm a vampire! 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 Kill me! Kill me! Me, vampire! I know I am. I'm a vampire. I can prove it. You got a gun. You got a gun. Fuck off me! Ryan, what's your favorite Gary Oldman performance? Uh. Slash, how do you feel about Gary Oldman in general? I like him. I'm generally enjoying everything he's in. Of course, the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. Jim Gordon, great. Said Nancy. Great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Fifth Element. Fantastic. Jean Baptiste Zorg or something. His <laughs> fucking ridiculous. name. It's something. It's ridiculous. It's it's even longer than that. Isn't that one of the only like one of the few movies where the protagonist and the antagonist like never meet? Like, yeah. He and, uh, oh, they don't. I Bruce Willis that. like don't share a scene in that movie. Oh. They literally they literally never. I don't think they're even aware of each other's presence. That's kind of like, awesome. At all, because yeah, yeah, it, it it's a good movie. It's weird. Too. Yeah. No, I love that guy. Big fan of him. Uh, like Gabriel, what's your in, favorite? In, uh, my favorite of him is probably in Leon. Leon? Okay. That was yeah. the one that you did not say. I've seen Leon. No, but you didn't say. Oh. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I would say, like, I think that everyone knows Oldman, especially in our generation, because of Leon and, and Fifth Element. Well, like, everyone knows Gary Oldman now because of Batman and uh, and Harry yeah. Potter. Oh, that's not... Yeah, I keep about Harry Potter. But, yeah. um... That that's something interesting that everyone knows him as as uh, Commissioner Gordon, which is He's like Commissioner Gordon and Sirius Black, two of the most beloved like media characters. I would say Commissioner Gordon is his most reigned in character across his thing. Yeah, I think it's one of the only very old performances where it could have been played by someone else. It probably would have been that different. It was. It was he didn't. It didn't need to be Gary Oldman. It's cool. It is. It was Gary Oldman. Yeah, it's, it's great. He was kind of off on the first one, and like then the second one, he was pretty. We're trying to fight the mob. Yeah, he's pretty great in and Dark Knight. But then again, like, I, we can sit here all the live long day and praise Dark Knight. Like, yeah, that's true. Do you wanna? We'll do the Gary Oldman podcast. Do the Gary Oldman podcast. Gary Oldman. Um, Daniel, your favorite. My Gary favorite. Gary Oldman. My favorite, uh, and it's really hard to say this because, like, I would do one. I do want to say that, like, this would be... Because as much as I love him and Leon, and as much as I love him as Zorg and Fifth Element, mm-hmm. uh, I do... I. Just, Mature romance? Uh, no, uh, I would say Tinker Taylor. Uh, he oh, yeah. he does. He gives a very stylized portrayal of of a f- genuinely fantastic like pulp hero. Yeah, um, and it was a skilled portrayal of a man being still most of the time. Yeah, and it's like that. Like it's like that Marlon Brando thing. Like that guy could tell. Like he would he'd be acting, or he would be acting like someone acting like that thing. 
Yeah, it, it's it's not even a, it's not quite as I don't know. Yeah, it, it's a hard thing to talk about because like you're talking about like doing a character without doing anything in the face. It mm-hmm. seems like doing like like a, a, it's an internal performance. What's his face as driver? Uh, 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 Gosling, Ryan Gosling. You're yeah, like Baby Driver, <laughs> no. Elgort. Ryan Gosling as 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 Driver in Drive, where yeah. like he's not doing things, or in or as what's his face, Alan Delon in Last Samurai, but in that he's just. There we go. Very, I know it's it's kind of, it's the kind of thing that I brag about, so that's what I mean. Like it's something I really like. So Daniel, clearly you have a history with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Sort of. Um, I I remember renting this. And like I said, I, I feel like anything I can say about this, I, I would also be saying about Brotherhood of Love. I remember renting uh-huh. this from uh, Blockbuster, and I saw this with my brother. On VHS or DVD? Uh, I don't remember. For it, me, this I, is a movie that weirdly feels at home on VHS. Yeah. It, it has like, that I, I feel like the tracking and the fuzzy qualities makes it almost a little better. I, yeah. I, I feel like it might have been like when I rented it the first time it was VHS, and I hadn't seen it again until like Blu-ray, uh, which we were nice enough to see it on, on Blu-ray. Um, and, uh, I, I remember seeing this and I, everything about it is, is just as like, wow, as like seeing in like the year 2000, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, well, we, we now have a different appreciation for movies as well. It, it is, but like not understanding like the filmmaking behind it, like it's still like, like the whole thing is incredibly impressive. Like Dracula is genuinely fucking creepy as he's, like, his he's so good. Old, yeah. He's a gross old man thing. And like his weird boob hair, his boob hair to butt hair, which I think we said when we were, when we were watching it in Dracula Dead and Loving, I think they were just straight up boobs. Yeah. I think that's what, or at some point I remember he just goes, hold on. And he just like takes it off and like, as if it was a hat or something. Yeah. Fuzzy uh, Nielsen. But he's legitimately like fucking creepy and unpredictable and the monster makeup in this is fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. And, like, it, he pees both a terrifying monster and the lead of the movie and a... A romantic lead. Sim- a romantic <laughs> yes. lead and a sympathetic character. Ryan, how did you feel about the movie? You were a little quieter on it than oh, me and Daniel were. Also, I'm sorry. I've seen this before. Have you guys seen this before? I've well, seen this before. You have seen this before. Ryan, this is the first time you've seen My this. first time seeing it, yeah. Right. Uh, Ryan, was, give uh, us your feels. I was a little underwhelmed by it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. it wasn't the... It, it's not the kind of movie I think that I would seek out. So, I mean, again, as every movie on the show, I'm glad I've seen it. There were parts of it that I did enjoy, but overall, I mean, it's... I don't think I'm that interested to see, like, the Dracula story translated from book to, like, a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's just because the past couple of years, like, being oversaturated with, like, vampire things and that. Like, yeah. it's hard for, like, a vampire story to, like, really grab me anymore. Because, uh-huh. like, it's just this... Uh, this is old school vampires, though. Yeah. Because, uh, what, in the past, like... How long has, uh, what it Twilight been around? I don't it's like two thousand eight or something like that. I think early, yeah, maybe probably earlier, about that. Yeah. Maybe earlier. I just realized because I feel like what do you call it, like Masters in the Universe like was like coming out in like two thousand eleven or something. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, no, it, like Vampire has like its own thing right now. Even like uh, uh what do you call it, True Blood? Mm-hmm. And 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 your in your what do you call it? I like True Blood. Uh, you like True Blood, but it's a very specific kind of. It's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. but like a little. True Blood is more along the lines of this, though. To be honest, it's very lush and very sensual and like a like a corny kind of not, way. I would say not. It was all about boobs. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. Uh, Top notch boobs in this movie. Yeah, it's a decent amount of boobs. It's 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 not too crazy. Yeah, good good boobs. Uh, Monica Bellucci. Speaking of Brotherhood of Wolf, this has Monica Bellucci in a very small role as Mm -hmm. one of the brides of uh, the concubines. Dracula. The not, horse of Satan. I feel like not even like the lead no. bride. Like, like third it, tier. Like if, <laughs> if this was polygamy, this would be like you know the third sister wife. So the I, Jennifer Goodman of the of the gang. 
uh, who played the rabbit in Zootopia? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Correct. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I know, like vampire stories just in general, like it doesn't interest me. I'm more interested about uh, like the dynamics of the the monster hunters. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I will always be an apologist for, like, I think it's 2003's Van Helsing with Hugh Sure. Jackman. You're an apologist for that? <laughs> I love it. I don't care. God damn it. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so, it's so, I, like... I, I don't mean to give you shit, but that is one of the worst I, I, movies I've ever seen. It is, it is an awful movie, but I love that. I'd love more of, like, a backstory on, like, Van Helsing. And, like, I love the... the, the I just love monster hunters. That that did have some pretty awesome, like old school, like especially in like the beginning and such. I thought it was a good try, and I I enjoyed a lot more of it than I thought I would. I think it knows it's stupid and it's fun. And I know it's stupid. It's Mm -hmm. one of those ones like this. The only thing that can kill Dracula is a werewolf. Yeah. Okay. Was that what the movie is? Yeah, that's the climax of the thing. Then Van Helsing doesn't he turn into a werewolf so. just to kill Dracula? It's yeah, it's great. And then I, you throw in a little bit of Frankenstein's monster in there. Yeah. Just and then they had the spoiler for Van Helsing. And then they had the balls, like the, the good kind of balls, to kill off Kate Beckinsale at the end of the movie. Yeah. Even though and she, you're like, she was oh. like the worst fucking character ever created. I like Kate Beckinsale. Uh, that, I really appreciate. I I wanted to love that. It, it was like the I love also like remember like Frankenstein has like all these like goofy like not nodules. On him and such, yeah. like it all, it looks great. Van Helsing looks like the, the how you'd want like a pulpy Van Helsing. Yeah. There's a scene where a werewolf scratches the top of a carriage, and for some reason, a light's on fire. Oh, I remember that, uh, dude. It's it's, <laughs> it's a cool, fun movie. I don't know. I, I like movies like that that don't take themselves too seriously. I feel like the, it, this had to take it, the material seriously. You can't have it, fun it, it does with so the source material. Serious, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know, man. It's pretty fucking goofy. Not mm-hmm. goofy, pulpy. Yeah, it's pulpy. I think it's it's not it's not ever goofy on purpose. This is this, this is like straight faced, like believing in it. This is high caliber pulp. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. God damn it. Whereas uh, Van Helsing is just is more just like pulp, or even I would say uh, Vampire Hunter D. I think that's another thing that we need because like that reminds me. What do you call it? Van Helsing looks like Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, that's correct. The uh, the anime from nineteen ninety Gabriel. Nineteen ninety Gabriel. I don't recall. Makes sense. Nineteen ninety Gabriel. Gabriel Van Helsing. Gabriel Van Helsing. Gabriel, uh, Van Helsing. Do you like? Do you like Van Helsing? Have you seen? I, yeah, have you seen I just said how much I enjoyed oh, the yeah, movie. Yeah, no, no. I just, I, it really hit me now. It's like you seen that movie? It's yeah, I've bad, seen that movie. Right? Yeah, I mean, don't it tell Ryan. One, it was one of those things where, like, 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 <laughs> like a cousin had it playing on TV during a family party, and I walked in and out watching it, and I just sat down and I just enjoyed it like T to B. Dude, I remember like when the first trailer dropped for it because they dropped a trailer for it during the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I remember watching it at my parents' house, and I was like thirteen. I was like, this looks amazing. Yeah. And then my grandfather used to drive to Philly and like. Like on his like for his job and he had a guy down there with some like bootleg movies mm-hmm. oh, yeah. so like two weeks after it came out I got like a bootleg, bootleg cop- Van Helsing bootleg bootleg Van Helsing, Helsing copy and I watched the shit out of that it was so fun do you still have it Ryan? I may some, it, it, it's probably in this box over here Ryan actually. please take a picture of that so we can post on the Instagram if, right. I, if I find it I'll take a picture of it and we're, like we're just gonna put the caption of it being Bram Stoker's Dracula <laughs> like Van Helsing we should do Van Helsing for the show okay I'm down pull that, my dang on back that'd be that. interesting yeah bring me back and we can talk about Brotherhood of Love for the yeah. same time yeah I also but, kind of want to do a movie now called Bootleg Van Helsing yeah I, I thought they were doing isn't wasn't somebody doing like a like essentially a like a Van better Helsing version thing? of Van Helsing or something like well, that? Well it was gonna be part of the what's it called? The Dark Universe. Was that what they're okay, no, I think so. Yeah, because that's what they were gonna do. Yeah, didn't they bring in a Van Helsing in the mummy movie? Oh, I didn't see uh, the mummy movie. He, no, the Van Helsing in the Mummy movie 
was Russell Crowe as Dr. As Jekyll, Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Or he oh. was, no, he was like the Nick Fury, but like he was the one who was just like, she's a mummy, a mummy is this. And then explains what the mummy Wait, is. Wait, is he Dr. Jekyll or is he Van Helsing? He's Dr. Jekyll. No, he's Dr. Jekyll, but he's but the he, Van Helsing. He is like the that. knowledgeable but, guy. Kind yeah, of. but I thought they had, I thought they actually introduced the Van Helsing. Oh, I think eventually, oh, was there one? I don't think. I think I'm no, never going to see that movie. They didn't, uh, they didn't cast um, Dracula yet, so no. If they're even still moving forward. I don't think I don't. I don't think they are. I think that the failure is too colossal. Whoever was it Orsi who made um yeah yeah he was he was supposed to be like the 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 linchpin of like the whole thing and like after fucking what do you call it came out and it was atrocious like they Money. got they got rid of him yeah that uh, was not good <laughs> he's awful i mean but jake johnson's not that guy yeah it yeah, wasn't and the dracula one was luke evans that, that was, was that was supposed to be that was supposed to be the start of the original thing, and then that failed, and then they started again with Mummy, and then the Mummy failed, and I think they're gonna like start again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, I actually saw that movie, Dracula Untold, with Luke Evans as Dracula. I think you told me it was almost good, but just like falls on like there's one or two scenes that are amazing, then it falls on its face. Oh, oddly enough, the best scene of the whole movie was like a massive reshoot, where um, because in that like there's like a master drac, there's like an old vampire in like the mountains or whatever. Sure. And like Luke Evans, that's how he turns into a vampire. He goes mm. to like slay it with like his bros and shit. But um, and then like there's a whole like thing where like he, he goes to talk armor? to the, the vampire, and it's played by Charles Dance from Game of Thrones. Sure. The whole thing about it is trying to ape the style of Game of Thrones, and it's doing like a decent job of that. But it's that sounds it's not awful a movie. to me. It it. it Sound, it should have worked if it was done well, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. So it just, it's really embarrassing. But like the Charles dancing was fucking great. Just Charles dance, dance yeah. as like a master vampire and shit. That was cool. So uh, let's actually talk, let's talk about, uh, 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 more, most importantly, why this movie isn't very good. I was going to talk, yeah, I was like, like, I was like let's, uh, let's transition that to maybe my favorite part of the whole movie, That's which is the credits. Keanu. Oh, Ke- no. Okay. Keanu. Yeah. He is. He's bad. Unbelievably terrible in this movie. And we love we Keanu. Love Keanu Reeves. I love that man. And I even even though he's awful in this, I'm still loving him while he's awful. I, I would actually go so far as to say that he's not the reason why this movie isn't I think this good. Movie, I think this is a great and awful movie. Yes. It's it's both. I have a movie in my head that I want to give doing the show for a redemption for Keanu. Okay. Is it what do you call it? What's the parachuting movie? The one? The parrot the one with the Brody, Bodie, and, and um, no, oh, break. Break. no. The, okay, well, I think Devil's Advocate would be. <laughs> I've never seen oh, it. No. You've never seen Devil's Advocate? But yeah. where does he fuck everywhere? <laughs> it's, dude, it's so good. Oh, I I love yelling yelling Pacino. It is. Oh, it's it's nineties yelling Pacino. I remember the first time oh. I saw it was my dad was like, I, "This movie scared me." I'm like, "Cool, I'm watching it." Mm-hmm. It's, I Al, it's like... Al Pacino immediately after the stroke he had in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. Charlize great. Theron's in it too. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm in. I'd love to see that. Friend of the show, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dear dear friend of the show, dear personal friend of the show. We uh, love her. I, I would go so far as to say that um, even though Keanu Reeves is bad, and we'll explain why every he's bad, line, every line is bad. He's doing a British accent, which is not work. Yeah, and it's not even like Dick Van Dyke British accent, or he overdoes it so hard that it's hilariously bad. It's he should have yeah. It's it, it's still like like you can't take a Cali Surfer guy's voice and try and make it British. Yeah, it's weird. It's not it's not good. He, he should have dropped it entirely or gone Dick Van Dyke where he's like really leaning like into ugly it. Cockney. It, it's like oh, we're going to to the Abbey. Yeah, like either or. It's so middling. It. 
Uh, yeah, like, it must have been a nightmare to, like, be on set and, like, the, the production design and all these things that are coming together are so, like, incredibly, like, A-plus caliber. And he comes in and he does his line and everyone is just like, oh, It would no. have been funny if that was, like, a weird nod to, like, a random bad actor who'll be in every single one of these horror films. But apparently now he just... Well, like, like Coppola just put him in it because he's like, I need to this have a heartthrob. Coppola again. What Coppola, is, is, whatever. Okay. I feel like I wandered into Let's find out. So one of, one of you, like, look up how to pronounce it. Beep, bop, boop, bop, bop. So, uh, I woke it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, and he said as much where he goes, it's like a huge regret that he's had where it's like, I needed a young actor, a young heartthrob actor to, like, draw the ladies in and he went for a cure. Quite Please. possibly the worst possible choice. Christian Slater. Slater might have been very funny. Christian Slater's at least, and again, sorry, Ken Reeves, is at least like a good actor. Um, I think Keanu's a great actor. He, he was just he, he just can't do a British accent. I just think miscast. Yeah, he's, totally miscast. Yeah, it's it's miscast, and and that's kind of. And I do want to say that like I remember people gave this movie a lot of shit for Winona Ryder. They said that she was miscast, but I was always I was always fine. I mean, she's also not great. I think like I I I would have wanted. I think she could have been cast, but someone else should have been in the role who could have been way better. I think this has She's like fine. A, like two, you know, like um, great performances, and then yeah. everything else just kind of like meh. I think there's a lot of really good like like all the random uh, side. Carrie Elwes is great in it, and uh, Billy Campbell's great the, in it. The chick who plays Lucy is fucking. Yeah, Sadie great. Frost. Well, I thought she was great. The movie is top to bottom like character actors. Like, Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins are, like, some of the greatest yeah, character Yeah, giving them those ever. two the leads is just such gr- a great fucking choice. Yes. Fantastic. It is just unfortunate that, like, I think the only two... I don't... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't call Keanu Reeves a character actor, definitely, but, like, like the two actors in this who aren't character actors, like, don't really mesh. They kind of feel miscast. I do... I, but I do really like Winona Ryder in this. I, who would you guys have cast instead of Keanu and or Winona? Good question. Ryan, go. Ryan, go. Uh, I would have cast... Uh, Christian Slater. <laughs> Christian Slater. I don't know. Johnny Depp, maybe. Probably. He would have been better. He would have been better. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, he was a hard throat. Like, 1991, he would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, it was after... Get ever since Bing Bong. He would have been great. He would have been And instead of Winona... I can do British. Fucking no. Like, like, I was like, like Jennifer Connelly. Winona's sister. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly would have been great, I think. Or maybe, like, uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Ugh. Someone who's actually British. I really dislike that actress. Well, even in her early Carter? stuff, her early yeah. stuff's great. I, I just I she she she's gone movie. she's gone full Johnny Depp now, which well, is a bummer because all her films are fucking Tim Burton movies. Yeah, exactly. Every time she's fun. not in a Tim Burton movie, she's fucking great. Yeah, though. King's Speech, she's great. King's well, Speech. Yeah, she was great in King's Speech, and I feel like there was something else that she had done. I the past like really really strongly dislike her in uh, Fight Club as well. Really? Yeah. Really, Marla. I, I think I found her character. I think the so character's more distasteful than, yeah, than, than her. I, I, I think that just put a bad taste in my mouth for her and all all the movies. Every time she shows up, I'm like, oh great, here we go. She's again good in Harry shit. Potter. That's like that's like me and Eddie Rain, Redmayne and like the Good Shepherd, where it's like I don't care how many fuck he can win eight Academy Awards, and I'm like, no, he fucked up Good Shepherd, man. Mm. It's awful. Not there. familiar. But but like like yeah, but I I would think. The movie would have benefited from having real British people play the parts. Like everyone else is actually got everyone else is actually British. Well, who, but you need like a name actor though. Mm-hmm. Depp would Patrick have Swayze. It's, <laughs> yeah, Swayze. <laughs> Do you, would that work? Mm. No. At all? no, no. Yes. yes. Better probably. Maybe him as a Texan would have been fun. Oh, that would have been. Imagine him with like a big mustache, oh, with his big Bowie been... knife. 
Oh, that wasn't great. Oh, I oh. love Swayze so much. Uh, this... Especially if like they gave his character the last name, like or they gave him the name Dalton. So it's just like a precursor to <laughs> Dalton, his friends. Dalton Morris. It's this great. It's just like an ancestor. Yeah, that'd be cool. Quincy Morris. Um, connect the fucking this movie to that. Dude, I want an entire cinematic universe of Roadhouse. Just like the different Daltons through history. Yeah. Oh, um, I've th- watched that series. Mm-hmm. Th- this movie also, in terms of character actors, has what's his name? The guy who plays the bad guy, Logan. <laughs> Oh, uh, Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. Uh, who, I remember, like, my brother was, like, excited that he was in Logan. He's like, Richard E. Grant's in it. I'm like, who's that? And he would try to explain... He has who... one of those faces. I, I, no, I, I would say he's not one of those faces, because I never remember. Like, I would not think... He don't, I don't even think in my mind's eye... I can't picture the guy in this movie being the same guy as the guy in Logan, because mm-hmm. it just looks like a guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He has those, I think he has one of those faces. Yeah, yeah. in. But this also has a little-known actor as Tom Waits. I said that weird. This has a little-known actor named Tom Waits. I'm keeping it in. Who, oddly enough, is in a ton of fucking Coppola movies. Really? Like, he was in The Outsiders. He was in this. He was in uh, Twix, apparently. Ryan, your position on Tom Waits. Sure. In general? Do you know who Tom Waits is? The singer? Yeah. The songwriter? Do you yeah. like his, any of his music? Uh, it, it, yeah. He has uh, one song that... Um, my wife and her mother particularly enjoy. Hmm. Which one's that? Uh, the, what is it? I think it's, Hope I Don't Fall in Love with You, where he's talking about being well, drunk in a bar. Hope that I don't fall yeah, in love one. with you. Yeah. He has a, if you ever hear, um, okay, let me, I'm actually going to play like a little clip of just like what his voice sounds like, but I want to point out that like his early stuff. The Daniel Tom Waits can of worms. Hey, no. I actually want to okay, make the I'll whitest stop. statement I've ever made on this show. Uh, Darius Rucker does a great cover of that song. <laughs> you white guy. <laughs> there, that's a, that's you a, MAGA. That's a heavily, <laughs> you MAGA. Oh well, no. Danny and I are trying to get this thing going where I'm making a slur against white people. You call them a MAGA. It, it's, or it's, a MAGA. It's the new N-word for white people. Yes. Okay, I'm down with that. A bunch of MAGAs. Oh. I'm still, I think we should just still call them cucks. 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 That's Cucks right. News. That's right now, right? Yeah. No, play your thing. No, I don't want to know. Play your thing. No, no, no. Go no. ahead. Gabriel doesn't play your like, damn thing. Gabriel doesn't like, I've, I've loved Tom Waits since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there are conversation trains that I've had of Daniel that I've heard countless times across, across the last 20 years. Oh, wait, doesn't he sing Night Moves too? Mm-hmm. Is that him? Is what? That? It's Bob Seger. Is that Bob Seger? Damn yeah. it. He, here. I would love to hear a Tom Waits cover of Night Moves. Not I'm surprised that like well it's not I don't know well he's a, he's a songwriter and 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 yeah and he and it's like the first like ten years where he produced like nine albums it was like real like piano man stuff but he had more of like a I like his piano man like stuff. A, a drunken thing like one of his great albums is Nighthawks at the Diner where it's a live quote unquote live album and like in between songs he does like his he's he's a a great storyteller and writer like dude is dude can fucking tell a story and he makes up shit and. Yeah, and then he, and then in the eighties, he developed like this shtick. I don't like the shtick is the thing. Where it's kind of based on like if if anyone understands what I mean, like a, a Captain Beefheart kind of thing where mm. it's like it's it's like let's get the weirdest bunch of instruments and then like do something nuts. Oh okay. Uh, I watched some like documentary about the Captain Beefheart album. Hmm. Documentary. It was it was like or maybe it was something on like when I was scrolling through like Facebook or something. There was like a ten minute video about like oh weird how. The album is interesting, and the, I lost interest. I don't know. Yeah, I that's care. not my thing. Yeah. I don't get it. I know Tom waits a lot from like Patton Oswalt bits. Okay. He references him quite a bit. He, he mentions him that a makes lot. sense. Uh, he was also one of the last people to play live for uh, uh, David Letterman. 
I'm going to not do this because we're talking about Tom Waits for a while. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Tom Waits cast. Yeah. I, I would love to do a Tom Waits cast, but we're not going to do it today. Uh, uh, sign up for Top Gallant Radio's new show. Daniel talks about Tom Waits to anyone who will listen to him. Honestly, that would be a great thing. Tom Waiting. I, I would... Well, Ryan, if you could do like a, a, a podcast centered around any musician or band, what would it be? Wow. This is... The, wow. On the spot? Like this? Yes! yes. Or do you want to, want to think about it? Because, <clears throat> Gabriel, who would you who would you want to do? Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams. Okay. You do a Ryan Adams show. He's a billion albums. He's a controversial figure. And I wouldn't do that because you, you like Ryan Adams a lot. And mm-hmm. Ryan, I would want to do the band who is like someone who is Ooh. fun to ridicule, but I... Oh, I then I do like, like... I would do like a Maroon 5 show. You do Maroon 5? Because I, I have... I love Maroon 5. I really do. But it's one of the only bands that I love that I'm actually embarrassed about. I would do a Motley Crue podcast. A Motley Crue podcast? I, I, I love them. I don't you care. do love the crew. They, they need to be fun to talk about. That's the thing. Like, they are fun like, to talk yeah. about. Yeah. No, the, yeah, Motley Crue sounds like... I would do Smashing Pumpkins. Ugh. <laughs> I, I, oh, well, I take it back for the whitest thing said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was Hey Now. I mean, the only, <laughs> only thing whiter is liking Coldplay. Uh, I would Yeah, probably. I was going to say, I'm trying to think. It's like, well, what about like all 90s alt-rock bands? Yeah. There's there's like REMs, there's your U2s, there's mm-hmm. your Nirvanas even. Yeah, your, your Nirvanas. Yeah. Yeah. All of them I don't think is anywhere near as fun as the Gonzo uh, uh, Fun House, as, <laughs> as Smashing Pumpkins' discography. So I, I think that would be a fun thing to do because I'd just be shitting on Smashing Pumpkins the whole time. Yeah, I, I would need someone to at least be like, give them a little, a little bit of crack. I think there's they have like a small handful of songs that I think are really great. 1979, that one thing off, something about Siamese something or other. The one that's in dream, rock band. Siamese Dream, motherfucker. And the rock band song that's a good one the rock band sure. is that today today yeah about today. today okay it sure whatever that's a good song mm-hmm. i don't know i think that uh billy corgan yeah name, right even though he doesn't like being called billy anymore he's now william corgan well either way i think he's like every just an egomaniac yes and i don't like egomaniacs yeah. in general as like uh, this, uh like uh, like nobody could play the instruments correctly so he plays all of them on like the Whatever album. Well, uh, let me correct you there. <laughs> in terms of my knowledge about Smashing Pumpkins, when he recorded Siamese Dream, their second album, which is technically like one of like the most beloved, uh, the James uh, Iha. 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 You and I had a once. We once had a really bitter argument over how to pronounce James Iha. If he's Japanese, the pronunciation is Iha, and if he says Iha, he's pronouncing his own name like a white person. Well, I'm. Uh, I think that's what it is. Where because I'm quoting my brother, who is a massive Smashing Pumpkins fan to this day, mm-hmm. and he calls him James Iha. So that's why I'm gonna stick with Iha just because that. But okay. it could be wrong. James mm-hmm. Iha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, the bassist Darcy were dating, broke up were non-speaking terms, so Corgan and uh, Chamberlain recorded the entire album on their own. So Sure. That is how much I know Smashing Pumpkin stuff. All right. Another <laughs> Daniel Thought train that I avoid is just like Smashing Pumpkins. I don't love I don't love Smashing Pumpkins. No, I, I, I think it's, it's 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 like like I've heard this monologue several times. I'm like like Smashing Pumpkins, um Tom Waits talk. Blood Meridian. Blood Meridian. Actually, no, I like talking about Blood Meridian. That's interesting. No, you don't like talking about Blood yeah, Meridian. Yeah, because I don't. I said I can barely get into it. Okay. Um, what else? Nobody can. Um, Malik talk. That's a, that's a relatively new one. Oh my god, you guys want to talk about Terrence Malik? No. no, no, we don't. I brought him up last time I was here. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your uh, tangent heavy? 
I don't know. What do you What do you think? What's something I keep on going on, like going uh, on and on about? Isabel, no, that's that, a joke. That's Isabella like, Johnny. Yeah, well, you did the Isabella Johnny yeah. uh, show. That'd be is, great. Yeah, is there a thing that I go on about that you immediately tune out on? Ryan, you anime. Anime, anime. I don't, I don't. I try not to talk about anime too much because one, I think it makes me sound lame, and two, uh, no one wants to hear it. Is it like the Skipper sometimes? Yeah. Friend of the show, Neil. We'll talk about anime. But, you know, it's just something that's not cool to talk about. I'm talking about anime. You do. You will talk about I talk about it very apologetically. I remember we were talking about, like, food stuff and, like, the things we like that are food-related. And you go into food, food wars. wars. And I'm just like, and my attention shift goes, I like food wars sure. a lot. Okay, and I'm, like, facing the other mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Even though food wars actually is, is pretty fun. Yeah, I love tips yeah. about food. Yeah. But food wars. But food wars? That's yes. different. Is that anime I'm literally oh. always watching on Hulu? Oh, yeah. I haven't logged into your Hulu in a while. Mm. It's okay. It's always that. So this that is, what, is volleyball anime. I like. So this is why Bram Stoker's Dracula is not Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. easy to get off topic on it. It's, it's easy to watch it and zone out. This is yeah. scenes last this a is, little bit longer than they should. This is like a movie you just like put on and like in the background. It's a perfect VHS too. background movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would say like uh, I was saying before, like thirty minutes ago that uh, Keanu Reeves would have been fine because Keanu Reeves is also awful in, for example, Point Break. He's great in Point Break. Yeah, uh, so, like, well, he's not doing a British accent. That's the only reason. Yeah, thing. pretty much. But, um... I am an FBI agent! I am an FBI agent! <laughs> um, but, uh, I would say, like, the biggest problem with this movie, and it's kind of, like, it is f- almost fatal, I would say, mm-hmm. is that it is just, wait, it's way it's too It's just long. too long. And it's so dense. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, after, wait. It, uh, it didn't need to be that yeah. slavish, like, an adaptation. I think that, that they kind of beefed that a little bit. I, I give it credit for, like, being fucking this, like, heavy beginning to end. I give it credit though. for its cool case. Uh, yeah. Well, really this cool is case. this is, like, some kind of bizarre collector's edition that I found in a, uh, I'm fine uh, with it. It a used cool. bookstore. Oh, that's not mm-hmm. cool. But um, I think this movie could you could have cut out twenty minutes out of this movie and but, it would be fine. Yeah. But what would you cut out? That's the thing. Uh, let's see. Like this movie, like even you cut when... down a little bit of some of the conversations. Like some of the scenes, these conversation scenes last a really long time, especially the slow seduction scenes of uh, of between Alban and Ryder. Yeah, I some of them really just last a little bit too long. And and again, like with like that old school kind of like sweeping epic romance kind of thing, it's not yeah. it doesn't hold your interest. Yeah, it's more like people just going like, like. You will join me. I love you. And eternal love, but you're just like... Yeah. And it's just like long monologues of her recollecting her past life. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. So give me, your, give me your final thoughts, and then I have a, a, a new little, like, roundabout test fine. for how we grade this film. Sure. Uh, fine In enough. addition to the... The, bar, the, yeah, the bar the, VCR test. The bar VCR test, I have a new one that I thought VCR of. VCR bar I really test. actually don't know what that is. Uh, but final thoughts. This movie was only 128 minutes. I thought it was like hundred. I thought it was like two hours and fifteen at least. Yeah, I mean. It's just yeah, like I, I, I thought it was longer than we. You told me it's two and a half hours. I believe it. It needed. It needs to be like 15, 20 minutes shorter. Like yeah. I'm exhausted before they go on an epic adventure at the end to Transylvania. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it should have. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but uh, I said this. I think you actually said it as well, Gabriel. Where like this is. I love the filmmaking. This movie has some like the coolest fucking atmosphere and tone. Mm-hmm. And it has look. some of the best art direction and production design ever. It is. It is so cool. It's so worth saying. I recommend everyone out there see this movie. Asterisk. It's not a great story. I guess mm-hmm. you can say like the story. The story of the film isn't like I know it's Dracula. Dracula's Dracula, but like there have been other great Draculas. Uh, 
uh, Werner Herzog's Nosferatu that from is the a 70s great Dracula. is fantastic. That's really great, and it has Isabella Johnny as as Isabella Johnny. Mina Harker. She called Mina Harker. She called something else. I think she called something else. She called Lucy. I think she, I think she was Lucy was... for some reason. Um, had a uh, Bruno Gans, aka Hitler himself, uh, as as Jonathan Harker. Oh, one of the greatest and actors ever. And Klaus fucking Kinski as Dracula. As a fucking awesome, creepy Dracula. He's so good. He's and, gross. And then it's great. The movie is like two hours long, and it's very slow-paced and very, like, like icy. But in a Herzog kind of way. It's a Herzog mm-hmm. film. But, like, uh, anyway, but yeah, no, it's it's worth seeing, but it's it's hard to des- describe exactly how it's great, but not good. Yeah, no, it, it, my final thought on yeah. it, it is it is definitely a great and terrible movie. It's too long. It's bloated. It's overly stylized, but that's part of the charm. I think yes. it's all on the whole. It's a very enjoyable thing. It just outwears its welcome a little bit. It's like too rich. It's like having too much like. It's like having a candy bar for breakfast. But but like something like, like a decadent fucking feast. But yeah. it's like too much, and then you throw up at the end. There you so go. It only made two hundred fifteen million dollars. Yeah, it Jesus. like it it for nineteen ninety two money. Yeah, it more than like triple its investment. That's crazy. It's also like one of like the few. Places. I'm pretty lukewarm on it. I'm just mm-hmm. like it's like yeah. So I don't really have too much to say about it. But <laughs> the new test. New okay. test. The new test. So going forward, you can use this one. We can use the bar test. But I don't sure. fit this. I don't really feel this fits the bar test. Okay. So uh, former guest, front mm-hmm. of the show, and budding cinephile slash acolyte of yours Katie Kay yay she when she was last on we were talking about movies we would like recommend to her to watch watch this watch this so we'll call this the Katie Kay test do you sure. recommend this movie to a budding cinephile is this something that uh, someone of that uh, nature uh, yeah like I said budding cinephile should they sure. watch it that's a really great um, test idea that, um, that is a really good idea I like that, yeah. yes I would recommend it to them but maybe I'd give that to them For and be what like, reasons? well, I think that in terms of production design and great acting and very interesting directing, but also things to watch out for as a cautionary kind of way, like Keanu and Winona, it's, it's for not great casting. I would say Katie K, if you're listening, hi, watch this movie, feel free to turn it off after like an hour, but okay. appreciate everything it does, but unless you're really into it, don't bother finishing it. It's Dracula. Everyone knows Dracula. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I would, I could, I, for me, it's a hard yes. Really? Uh, because, hard especially yes. in terms of like budding cinephiles and people who want to get into like just like the art of, 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 of film. What? 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 Go on. What? 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 Mm. What? you say, <laughs> motherfucker? Sorry. Right. <laughs> I almost farted. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's so cool. All right. But, um, um, but no, hard yes, because not only is this like just, uh, I honestly do say it's like one of like the coolest looking movies I've ever seen in my life. And, and it's like, they don't make this kind of like, like style of filmmaking as, as much as people probably do want to see this kind of thing as opposed to something like CGI heavy. Mm-hmm, and not only that, mm-hmm, but it's kind mm-hmm. of like harkening to like old special effects that they used to do back in like the early 20th century, let alone in the 90s. Um, but yeah, like what you said as well, like, you know, for budding cinephiles, you don't see only perfect movies you see things that are flawed if not you learn you often bad. learn more from the bad stuff than you from the good stuff and this is a great example of a film that has like too much going on it has crushed it has great is high highs and really low lows yeah it is it is too much decadence mm-hmm. it, it, it's too much decadence for too long and because of that it just it kind of doesn't work but it's yeah a, a hard yes for me ryan your cack attack test uh, I'm, I'm, I would probably say no because I'm gauging this film on a different way than you guys are. So mm-hmm. like budding cinephile in my mind is like 
someone who hasn't watched a lot of movies, mm. and you're, I think you guys are both approaching it from like thinking like, oh, if you are aspiring filmmaker, oh, or you if you're more like critically viewing it. My view of it, like I have a couple people, like friends, family that were like just getting into like really being into movies, and I would recommend things. This would be one I wouldn't just because like I don't think the enjoyability factor is there. At least it wasn't for me. Word. I think it's like I said, overly long and just like. Um, an extension of the game. What would you recommend instead? Instead? Instead. Ben Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, if you really want to go down like a vampire path. Yeah, like, or, or like, like what's good about this? That Like what's a better version of this kind of same notion that you would give to someone? If, if, so, if I was KDK and I said, hey, I want to see Dracula. And you say, don't see that. See this. I would just recommend you just watch Penny Dreadful. <laughs> that's that's fine. Sure. Penny Dreadful. Honestly, like it's longer form, uh, long form like storytelling, and it has all the elements of the vampire mythos. But not only that, but old school Universal monster, mm -hmm. like heavy, like paying Team homage up. and doing yeah. a reversion. Yeah, I'm saying because sorry, I I've been on this Penny Dreadful train for like two months. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I really, I, I I saw three episodes of it two years ago. Loved it. And unfortunately, it's all I saw. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Maybe it's, now is the boost uh, I need. Written and created by uh, a really great film writer. By John uh, Logan. John Logan. Oh, we went over this last uh, week. Who made Spectre. <laughs> yes. Oh, that, did he? That winner. He made Spectre, unfortunately. But he also did... Uh, Skyfall. Rango, Skyfall, uh, 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 The Good Shepherd? No, that was Eric Roth. Um, he did a bunch of other things. Oh, uh, Aviator. Gabe, would you recommend anything instead? No, you. No, I think it. this is a. I think for someone who isn't a filmmaker, something you would get out of it. I'd say you could probably skip it. I think it's. I think it's fun and it's silly. I think you can dip out of it, but something instead. Um, watch maybe the. Uh, just the original Dracula. Watch um Bela Lugosi. The old thirty. If 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 you want to get into history more than the actual thing, this is a bit too much. It's yeah, it's like eating so much cake. Yeah. It's it's a it's a really fucking imagine like a master baker making a gigantic cake and then you have to, you eat like half of it mm -hmm. like and then you're just like that was the best cake I'll ever have in my life and it was done and it's yeah but it's it's too much force fed uh, I would I would similarly pair this with uh, Werner Herzog's Nosferatu from the seventies like it's it's technically the same story it's just told in completely different ways and it's both faithful to the book and like and the original to, movies and kind of Murnau, yeah. but at the same time very much does its own thing in a very interesting way yes. all right radical um let's go on break mm -hmm. and then we'll come back with uh, what we've already been watching lately and discussion of our next movie okay yeah is it brotherhood of the wolf no, no. damn it Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good! I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that's, I know what that's like, and truly... Our... You were in a car that landed in Blackwater? <laughs> yeah, I dude, I know, I fucking killed a woman you like You fought? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay, because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. 
Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping. I was going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit God girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run in <laughs> with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books. Into the water. Pledged. Barrel to arms. The magicians. Wise blood. Ethan from. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence the hot-ass, top-gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out, Slow Readers, comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. Welcome back. Dear listener readers, to slow sex, slow sex, slow and, sex. and violent reading. Oh, I like that. Uh, violent reading? That's violent, like readers. violent reading? That sounds like a cool 80s action film about a cop teaming up with a psychic. I, I, I would say let's stop doing slow readers immediately and do violent reading, which is readings about very violent books. Oh boy. I think would... violent readers should be the death wish story of a librarian who's wrong. Oh, that's good. I'd watch that. So, uh, I don't know what we're coming back on, because it's your guys' show. This is true. Welcome back to Sex and Violence. It's still Gabriel. Still Ryan. Still me, Daniel. Still Daniel Gonzalez. Gonzalez! With no accent. The great Gonzo. Um, the Clown Prince. The Clown Prince of Top Gallon Radio. The lamest thing I could possibly think to introduce myself yeah. as last time. Yeah. Awful. Truly, truly awful. <laughs> I want to boo you like, like the Manzoukas thing. Oh man, go for it. Um, Alright, boys. What you been watching lately? Ryan, um, go. Because I spent... Well, I actually watched some shit last week. I was watching my parents' house before I moved, but like all week I was like moving from upstairs to down. You think it would be easy, but it's actually a pain in the ass. Oh, I believe it. Uh, moving anytime is just a pain. Yeah, but uh, while I was watching my parents' house, they have like ultra sexy good cable, Ooh. which mm-hmm. is fantastic. So there were a couple nights where I was like, I'm going to go to bed. And then I put on a movie and it was like a double feature of something. Nice. So it was a double feature. The first night I was there of summer school and summer rental. Okay. So I knew I wasn't going to bet on that because those are two classic 80s movies that I love. What are they? Uh, I've never some, seen either one. I don't know what they Summer are. Summer School is with, um, I forget the actor's name, from uh, NCIS. Uh, Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube. <laughs> no, um, who was I talking about? No, Ice T, I meant. No, no that's Law and Order. No, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of ice. Chris O'Donnell. Ice hey, guy plays Gibbs. What's his name? Is it like Jonathan something? Gibbs. Watch out for him. Uh, um, yeah. oh, yeah. that, that seems like it hurts so much, but no, you not get at all. no response. All right. Ryan's a warrior. Let's see. Gibbs. What's hey, Gabriel, why he's looking this up? Did you know that Martin Short is in Mark the- Harmon. Nope. What? Don't know who that is. That guy. Oh. My Mark Harmon. So it's a young Mark Harmon. Okay. And he, um, he wants to like go on vacation with his girlfriend, but then he gets stopped and he's like, no, you have to teach these idiots summer school. So he has to like teach an English class for these 
miscreants and teach sure. them summer school and it's 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 a comedy movie it's very, okay. it's very um, good Christy Alley's in it I love a good the, um, comedy the guy who is the voice of Alpha 5 and Sim <laughs> is in it oh. cool um, wait I didn't realize they're the same person wow makes yeah, sense dude, aye, aye, aye. I looked up his uh, his whole like voice acting list and it's quite extensive cool. right, and then right. Summer Rental is a John Candy movie about how he rents a beach house and then the guy who owns it is gonna like Sell it, and he challenges him to a like sailboat race. Sure, it's quite charming. That sounds like that, like really easy great. listening, just perfectly chill time. That yeah. sounds like the most eighties thing ever, like family movie about John Candy who has to sailboat for something. Yeah, it's great, <laughs> and then he wins by taking off his pants and putting it on the top sail, and it helps the boat John go faster. John Candy, R.I.P. And then the the second night, the double feature was uh, Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. followed by Danny's one of Danny's favorite movies, uh, The Crow. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Wait, you say that as if you don't think Gabriel 100% agrees with my assessment of The Crow. What is your assessment of The Crow? My Insipid and stupid? Um, I have a problem with it, and it said it killed Brandon Lee. No, um, I think The Crow is fine. The last time I watched The Crow, I was like, I don't see what the big deal is. I wished it was better than it was, and it killed Brandon Lee. It's definitely a case of Big Lebowski kind of thing where oh, everyone yeah, loving base. it so much. And I'm like, if no one loved that movie and only I saw that movie, I'd be like, have you seen this thing called The Crow? It's pretty good. Yeah, the, the fan base for The Crow is rather, they're very neo, yeah, they're neo gamin-ish. Maybe the worst like, people. And, yeah, and just to, just to dig, twist the knife, that's in, <laughs> that's in like the fans of all people who love The Crow so bad. They, they love ICP. I, I'm going <laughs> to go one step further. Is that not only do I not like The Crow... I don't like fucking Dark City. Never seen it. I've never seen it. It's it should be really fun, but it's not. Mm. It, it's it looks great. Alex Proyas made both. Proyas, films. Yeah. Uh, director of Gods of Egypt. Another movie that I saw. <laughs> I would re- I would recommend Gods of Egypt over those two because Gods of Egypt is at least fucking bonkers. Uh, but um, John C. McGinley's in The Crow. What's yeah. that line? It's a really good one. Like um, like something about like blowing shit up my ass. I don't recall. It can't rain all the time. Sure. Uh, it also it also had the the guy who played the bad who who's the deep voiced bad guy in in the crow what's his name after he was in Dead Man I forget he's the long haired guy the he, the bad guy from yeah. the Warriors is in it yeah. oh Ernie Hudson's in it fun Ernie Hudson yeah I don't know yeah that. no but um I if someone said let's watch the crow I'd be like you sure I I only watch the crow once a year and, like, <laughs> honestly like like my I kind of have like a general rule for it and like my rule is it has to be October and it has to be raining okay and then and it has to be dark out and yeah. then, I'll, and then I you, have to have like a whole setting for the crow do you go on the roof even... and shred on your guitar no no I'll watch like literally like once a year in the perfect setting that's how that movie needs to be it's watched a, it's a like day. Watchmen Watchmen is better in like October rain dead you go I just agree, but um. Anyway, after watching the crow in not the right setting, I realized I want to do a showdown in Little Tokyo. I would love to do showdown in Little Tokyo. Which one's showdown in Little Tokyo? That is a team up between Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. uh, What's his face? Oliver Harper just did a video on him. Oh yeah, Yeah. it looks like like you look at this and like what the fuck is this? I love the cover of it. Just like no man. Well, do you see like the the opening? He like the opening title screen is great. It's just like. It's like a projection of the title on like the back of like a guy with like a Yakuza tattoos and everything. It's super fucking cool. Sweet. Sweet. Um, yeah, I'm done. Who's next? Daniel? Uh, I have not been watching much. I watched The Assassinated Jesse James last week. We saw Solo. Which is, we saw Solo. Should we talk about that? Um, briefly. Yeah, uh, eh, if it was we, something we, to say. We talked about that during Soul Readers, right? I don't think we did, actually. I thought we did. 
Did we talk about it, Soul Readers, Ryan? I don't know. We haven't recorded an episode. I thought we did. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, first off, I want to say it's last from Jesse James. One of my favorite movies. One of my favorite scores of all time. I believe it. Um, but yeah, no, we saw Solo, which unfortunately is going to get the spotlight readers. over like an actual like fucking work of art because that's how Star Wars works. Um, so, so we saw, we saw, me and Gabriel saw Stolos. Are your eyes okay? Yeah. Okay. You're rubbing in. Uh, Weird, did you yeah. touch the cat? No, I'm just okay. Uh, but you know, no, me and Gabriel saw Solo together. We saw an IMAX. Hills hands. Um, I would say out of, of my brief version of this is out of all the new Star Wars movies, it's the second best. The only one I outright loved so far was uh, Force Awakens. Okay. I like this one quite a bit. I feel like if I saw it again, I would like it maybe even more. Mm-hmm. It's just simple and i don't expect the world out of star wars people go to star wars expecting like depth and shit and i was like have you seen a star wars movie mm-hmm. and so like but but that said uh the movie also gave me gave me a horrible fucking headache because yeah, of, yeah. because of how it was put together and and lit and shit because it would have been worse if you hadn't seen an imax uh it would have been worse because like the screens in the in the place where we saw it the movie theater the regular theaters are all the screens are fucking way too dark mm-hmm. like i remember seeing like a an action scene in star trek beyond and you literally couldn't tell what the fuck was going on because the screen was so dark i i you probably could only see like a third of this movie if we saw it in a regular screen yeah that'd be a shame uh gabriel oh uh, we talked about solo um when we just guested on uh uh, no, the whip around. We talked uh-huh. about solo for a while, so uh, we can just listen to that if you want to hear our thoughts on it. Uh, I saw the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. Ooh, oh, Mr. High Culture. Yeah, and today I might see the Pope documentary. Aye. And then next week I'm hopefully gonna see the Mr. Rogers documentary. Aye. I've had a weird documentary kick lately. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't, I don't three. Really watch them. Three. And I was rewatching Jiro James of Sushi the other night. So, I want to see the Vietnam War. Or was it just called Vietnam? This is Vietnam. Okay. You know Trent, uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the music for that? Apparently. I can do it. It's fine. Yeah. Where are we going to do that, Ryan? We're going to watch the entire we're, Vietnam thing? We were. And then but it was we like just realized 13, it's, yeah, it's, 13 hours. And it wasn't free online. I'm like, I'm not spending on that Yeah, you, you got to buy it. Well, oh, you just got to buy it, bro. No. Yeah. PBS did like a, one that was like an eight-part series. I think it was just the one. It was really good. Oh, an older one? Oh, I dig that. Um, yeah, go see the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. It is not partisan at all, but it's um, it, it's a very charming hero story about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So you can ask. Fair enough. Hey y'all, uh, what's y'all's favorite Coppola movie or Coppola? Oh, yeah. we didn't find out. Um... Yeah, because Ryan, have you seen a bunch of Coppola movies? Coppola, no. Francis Ford Coppola, like one of the greatest filmmakers ever. He directed maybe the greatest movie of all time. Tetra. Tetro. Starring Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Um, uh, like Godfather 1 and 2. Yeah. And. Not 3. <laughs> and. Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> well, okay. There you go. No, I mean, he also did. Have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? I have not, no. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't seen that. I know that's a, quite a long movie. See the longer version. Yeah, I, I, we do. I watched that like a month ago or something like that. It reminded me, like, the songs in that are so fucking iconic and shit, but, like, the music is mm-hmm. awful. I I don't think that movie is fun, and I have no ever... I never have any desire to watch it. Yeah, but okay. that's... I, but I, I put in my time. I watched the redo. I watched that fucker T to B. I appreciate it. I'm never in the mood to watch it. I mean, I don't like war movies to begin with, but it's yeah, barely one. Yeah, one of it's, yours. Yeah. I think it's kind of... Yeah, like, you would think of, um, uh, what's it's nuts, Platoon is like a war movie. Yeah, Dunkirk. Like, Apocalypse Now is like a fucking, I don't know what you would call that, like a dark epic. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's 
All right. Um. Yeah. Cool. Well, well, that's it. Right? I think, yeah, I think I we're saving boys until next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, then, what are we doing next week, Ryan? Next week we are finally getting to Blade of the Immortal. Yay! Which I'm actually really stoked to watch because that the trailer for it just looks like so super cool yeah. and fun. Have you seen Thirteen Assassins yet, Ryan? Uh, I actually started watching it and then like. Like I, yeah, I kind of fell asleep. It was it, yeah. not not a fault of the movie. It was a fault of mm-hmm. me. It's it's a br- it's a brutal one, and yeah. really like the two the thirds of that of movie is, is the battle. Up. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hard one. It's like it's almost like the entire last hour of like the two hour movie. I, I'm curious because also um, Americans, we us people. Us kind. Um, Us we, types. We, we have an edited version. This is only two hours long. Apparently, like, the actual Japanese film is like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that. Sure. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, which, I'm curious what that is. I, I really liked 13 Assassins. I'm not the biggest fan of... Mike. What? Takashi Mike. Takashi Mike. Takashi. Takashi. Is he the same director for Blade of the Immortal? He's yes, indeed. Oh, okay. That's yeah, why sorry. I was actually going, I'm like, all right, cool. I think this Blade of the Immortal movie is at least going to be rad. Because Isn't it like a real quick, like, tight, like, 90-minute movie? Blade of the Immortal? Yeah. I don't know. Longer. So I think I looked I, I looked it up. I feel like they might have tried to squeeze the entire series into it. It's bonkers. Okay. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Oddly enough, I'm actually very familiar with the, the manga that it's based uh, on. I know. I believe I let you borrow the very first one. And I have very complicated feelings about Nikkei. I don't want to see many of the movies that he has done. Because he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a legend. But... He, he's kind of very all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because 13 uh, Assassins is very classy. It's very classical. It actually it, it references like Kurosawa epics and such. Never heard of him. And then yeah, he's a little known film. Filmmaker, you yeah. might have you might have uh, yeah. seen a bug's life. Oh, okay, story? Gotcha. a bug's bug's life. Fox, okay, in that one. Share the bug story. I think it's bug story. Bug's life. Bug's life. Oh, fucking Jesus. Christ. Toy Story and a bug's life. Bernstein bears. Yeah. Anyway, uh, toy's life. Uh, but then he did. Uh, he remade one of my favorite movies ever, Harakiri. And, and it's an atrocity. And I, I, yeah. I will not even see it. That's so one of the top three movies I'll never end up seeing ever. Yeah. And then he made. Blade more. I'm just like I. Uh, what I saw of it, yeah. I started watching it the other night. It's fun. Okay, cool. You're not tricking me, Mike. We're not tricking me, Mike. He's always there. Alright, cool. So we're doing Blade of the Immortal. We're gonna talk about the boys, and Ryan's gonna read Volume One of Blade of the Immortal. Yeah, exactly. Have just... you started reading the other comic I gave you yet, or no? Um, I started paging through it. Okay. So yeah, I like I picked it up like on a sleepy night. Like, One of the reasons I gave it to you is because the series ends up getting very political, and I thought mm-hmm. you would enjoy it. I like. Why get split? I'm in. Sorry. Uh, Transmetropolitan. It starts out as like kind of a goofy, fun thing, and it gets really serious. Like mm-hmm. political I like the art a lot. I think that's something my brother. Yeah, it's the same uh, artist yeah. from the boys. Oh, word! It seems different, like like inking. It's earlier in color. Earlier work, but still. Yeah, I but dig it. All right. Um. So Daniel, do some plugging. Two hours and twenty minutes. That movie is wow. Uh, uh Blade of the Immortal. Mm. Oh shit! We're in for a treat. Very long one. Uh, plugging. Uh, first off, yeah, like uh, as I said at the top, uh, I do uh, a little podcast called Slow Readers with this guy right here, Gabriel Fartface. That's my name. Don't up. We're basically we talk about reading. We talk about trying to read. We talk about how much we love reading. We talk Favorite about this, the kind of stuff we really don't like reading. Mm. Uh, we'll we're gonna have a bunch of things coming up, including and I'm, I don't know if we ever actually talked about this in the actual show, but mm. we're gonna be doing a long form reading of Stephen King's latest book, The Outsider. Ryan, you want to guest? No, what I'd really like to guest on is I'm actually very disappointed you two didn't have me on for Kitchen Confidential. Yeah, we, re- we expressed regret that you didn't do that. For yeah. Oh. We'll get you a sequel book. I'll come back. Ryan, this is going to be really crazy uh, from your perspective, but I keep forgetting you cook. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I, I distinctly remembered you as being a bartender. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I, was, I was a line cook for a while. Gabriel keeps telling me this like once a month and I always forget and every time he tells me I'm just like oh Ryan's a cook oh okay mm-hmm. so I'm sorry about that no that's right. I, I have uh, I'm one of the rare uh, dual citizenships of 
front and back of house. Like well, it. At some point, we might. I tell you what, if we do in the future another book on uh, cooking, either another Bourdain. Oh, yeah, Ron, or... do you have any other? Would you recommend any cooking books outside of Kitchen Confidential? That's a fun read. Uh, I don't really. Food writing specifically. Yeah, food writing. I don't really have any food writing. I have like uh, books written by chefs I like that are just like full like kitchen philosophy and recipes. That might be fun. Um, I don't know if you'd really enjoy like reading the Sean Brock book, but... Well, uh, we'll take a look at it. Well, we'll Daniel's a big cookbook do. reader, so... Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I, yeah, I cookbook. I don't read... You don't read a cookbook. I, mean, I read cookbooks. But, uh, cookbooks. but maybe another we'll Bourdain? We'll read Julia's well, the, uh, book. The or... Action Bronson one's kind of fun, because that's, right, that's a lot of story-based stuff. Well, we could read Medium Raw, which is a sequel sort of to Kitchen Confidential. I, I was thinking about go. doing like one of the Jim Harrison ones, but that's... Maybe Jim Harrison one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So Ryan, any plugin for you? Uh, you can find me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, we got. I'm sorry. I do want to have you on when we're gonna do maybe comics in the near future. Okay. I keep threatening Gabe that we should do a Masamu Shiro comic, or or possibly doing like Profit or something like that. Maybe Profit. One or the other. Gabriel. Yeah. You got, see that face? I got a whole bunch of cool one shots of like trades that we could read that's cool so. i just said fucking masman sure goddamn love stuff. profit jesus christ <laughs> sin city's better so uh no it's not misogynistic is all hell i have read even more misogynistic than uh, uh shiro because i would say the last thing he is is misogynistic he's sexploitive there you go that's um, the and i uh, also want to say that uh, uh go to amazon and pick up a little book that i have for sale called the shadow from the deep shadow from the deep by daniel gonzalez it's really short and it's that's a little you. horror adventure thriller kind of thing go ahead and check it out guys in the meantime, kick it to Ryan. Uh, you can find me on the Instagram at Tango Like Cash. Also at the bookstore Speakeasy every Friday, Saturday night. Slinging Gin and Dorsen Sin. So come on in. Love Talk it. to me about movies and all that. Uh, you can also contact me through Tango Like Cash to get some of my delicious, delicious pierogies from my food truck yeah. that I've just started. Brogies. Brogies. You can also follow the Brogies food truck on uh, the Instagram at Brogies LLC. Nice. Pictures of us and then, yeah, orders through me. I'm going to follow that. Yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, yeah, let's, I mean, listen to Soul Readers. We do that. Um, follow me on Instagram at babymara, five A's at the end of it. Um, yeah, there's not much else to say. Am I doing yeah. anything? Uh, you're coming back to the bookstore speakeasy this yeah, weekend. I'm going to this weekend, so come for, see me. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Friday and Sunday and for Sunday. brunch. That's going to save my finances. Yeah. Car payments have to be made. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of it, I guess. Yeah, all right. All right, cool. See you guys next week. Daniel, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Anytime I say it with the something The like Clown that. Prince leaves. <laughs> Goodbye, Clown Prince. Ugh. All right, peace. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topcountradio.com 